0: This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Hold up.
1: Welcome to On the Block. It is East Strick and it is my guy. Bellevue West finest Rico Suarez. Joining me on the block today, 93.7 The Ticket. We welcome you in. Thank you to our sponsors, Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. You can always go out there and have a wonderful meal. It is not open on today. It is Monday and Tuesday. They are closed and getting it all wrapped up and ready and cooked up succulently for you to come in there on a Wednesday through Sunday to have a nice meal with Mary Ellen's and the crew. Just delicious. Just delicious. Delicious food. I love going to Mary Ellen's. Absolutely. Um, so, listen, we're going to jump into a few topics on today. Definitely want to jump into this early uh, in this shorter segment that we're going to have here, being that we do crossover well mm-hmm. here on the block. And, and it's, it's a killer crossover. Do, it's a killer crossover, and it works every time. Break every ankles. time you bite. Um, so, nonetheless, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about the state tournament over the uh, past weekend and uh, some of the winners that happen to take care of business there. We'll run it down from d2 on up. Uh, d2 lake park view was able uh to uh, come back from a early deficit to repeat as d2 champions there for them congratulations to lake park uh johnson brock held off the defending champion north platts uh saint pats uh, uh, yes north Platte saint pats uh that's unfortunate because it was uh part of their special <laughs> special. <laughs> Wear green. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was wearing green. <laughs> Shout out G to March. Who. Sorry about it. <laughs> Class C one Freeman was able to uh Uh, They scored the first nine points in the Class C-2 state final and then weathered the furious comeback storm from Amherst in order to claim that title. Then you also have Class 1 Ashland Greenwood uh, beat Auburn to win their back-to-back titles there. Now we get up to the Class B and the Class A. I happen to do quite a few of the Class A and Mm -hmm. Class B uh, games. Uh, Omaha Scut had a really tough one in their semi and uh, ended up getting the chance to come here. Listen, Platteview... Um, Potview had been rolling They'd people. been rolling And the Carter crazy Milliken. thing is Millican Played terribly And yet they were still In that game mm-hmm. He fouled out with like, Yeah call, like two two minutes, sec- uh, two minutes and thirty Seconds Two minutes and thirty Seconds or so wild. left Just wild. And so they were still Able to hang in there And And uh uh Had a couple Big plays Big blocks That it was able to Preserve that win for scut and that's what three in a row for them. I believe I think so. It's three. Yeah, they've three, been three they've been straight. on a tear.
0: Connor Milliken, one of the 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 most illustrious scorers in Class B. I mean, it's in the state no, of Nebraska. No, I'm sorry,
1: they lost last. Was it last year? Did they lose last year? They lost to. Uh, was it Ron Colley? If I'm correct, Did they? help me on the start of text line. If if I'm correct, I think they may have lost last year to Ron Colley, So they're redeeming themselves. I could be wrong. Please help me if I'm uh, incorrect on that. Those Class B Scut fans. Uh, help me with that i could be I, I I could be getting it mixed up but Bellevue West did the damn thing did the damn thing handled business they had been rolling. The only team that had even gotten close to them was Westside. Go ahead. You got something Yeah,
0: right? Scott got rolled last year. Yeah. 52 by to Ron 37 Colley. by Ron Colley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay.
1: I, I thought that was right. So I wasn't correct in the initial saying that there was a. Uh, but Ron Colley did. Uh, Peter rolled him. Goodness gracious. Last year, and they were able to redeem themselves coming back and getting it done. Um. But Bellevue West was rolling. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were beating teams by 20, 30, 40 points. Uh, get down late in the season. Have a tough win in overtime against Westside. A
0: nice two-point win against Westside in overtime. They get to face Westside in the second in the round life. of the state tournament. No problem. 74-41.
1: No just, just the shellacking. Not even a question. Them. It wasn't even close. Get into the finals, and they're, they're playing terrible. I mean, both teams are playing terrible. It was a it was a rock fight. Yeah. It was bricks on bricks
0: on bricks. I think at the end of the first quarter... I am I could be wrong on this. At the end of the first quarter, Bellevue West was shooting twenty five percent. Yes, and I don't think that Millard North had made a shot.
1: They, they think they made one. It was late. <laughs> it was one. And and listen, I was watching the stats in that game as I was calling it with uh, with um, um, with Nate. I mean not Nate, Nick. but Nick. Um, I was watching the stats, and we're talking about going into the fourth quarter. No one still. Had reached barely thirty-eight uh, mm-hmm. percent. That was Bellevue West. It was. It was still twenty-five for Miller North. It was it disgusting. Was not good. It was. It was a
0: disgusting. It was a disgusting game, but also very fun. Very fun defensively. Uh, a lot of movement going on. Um, the big man for Bellevue West, uh, Garcia. Uh, no, a rope. Oh, a rope. Yeah, yeah, Jacob. He was. I, I'm pretty sure somebody told me that he he is an offensive lineman, and you can tell. Because the way he is moving his feet, they had him on the perimeter. They got a mismatch multiple times, but it wasn't a mismatch. The dude's moving his feet, staying in front of the ball, the ball handler, very easily. And for a guy his size to do what he was doing, and the fact that he's not a starter, he's
1: only a junior, so he's got another year left. It was amazing. I would have to agree. And if I'm Matt Rule, the kid is six six. Yeah. I'm looking at that footwork. I'm not caring about what he can do unless he has kind of his arms aren't full, fully mm-hmm. extended so he may have to play the guard position I would think to yeah. be successful. But when I look at his feet, I throw him out there. His feet are Excellent. phenomenal. The way he would, and he and that, and that just wasn't that sequence. It was multiple times that I've seen him kind of get left on an island out there and they're not afraid to switch with him.
0: No. At any point in are like event. okay, you want to switch, we'll put we'll put the point guard on him. Yeah. You're not going to shoot over him. You're not going to drive past him. The dude's going to keep you in front of him. Yeah.
1: Just phenomenal footwork from him. Yeah, no question. 41 years. Uh, one, one other thing. And and I got a chance after the game to uh, shake the fellas' hands as well as uh, to hug Doug Woodard's neck. And, um, you know, we talked about, you know, obviously my coach was Lanny Richards, a tremendous coach, man. Um, taught me everything I knew. About the game, I'm talking about the right way, mm-hmm. and we're going to dig into that because we're going to talk about uh, in 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 the segment. I think in the three o'clock hour. Hold yeah. on, stay on if you're if you're not. Uh, try to come back and, and, and or stay until the three because we're going to mm-hmm. talk about the MVP, the Kendrick Kendrick Perkins, you know, words uh, going talking. back. Um, and, in in the conversation about the Europeans and, and their, some of their dominations right now mm-hmm. and Jokic being that one that's, that's looking at triple crown of back-to-back back-to-back-to-back MVPs. Yep. So we're going to dig into that and kind of, kind of allude to something, but Lanny Richards taught me the game the right way. All the fundamentals, weak side defense in the passing lane. People always wondered, man, you know, was it your physicalness or was it, what was it that made you to be able to, uh. You know, not only get to the league, but to be ready as a freshman and just kind of come in and still make an impact for those Husker teams. And I have to give credit to Lanny Richards, just getting me fundamentally sound with shooting mechanics, with the way to practice. Uh, all of those things, Doug Woodard's mm-hmm. that. Oh, yes. He's yes. that same type of guy. I never
0: played basketball while I was at Bellevue West because I was not good enough. Um, but I knew. Coach Woodard through my friends who played basketball. I knew him. He was obviously around while I was there, and I talked to him a couple times in the hallways, but not, nothing to the to, to the turn, uh, nothing to the level of you know some of his former players who, who knew him a lot better, and he knew them a lot better. But from what I would get from those limited conversations, those limited interactions with with Coach Woodard. He is a fantastic human being outside of being a coach. I can only imagine how amazing he is as a coach because it seems as if everybody that has played for him respects him Mm -hmm. to the utmost degree, not only as a coach, but just as a human being. And that is something that... Is just amazing to see nowadays because he's as long as he's been doing it he still finds a way to connect with each new generation that that walks those hallways and to to see him go out on top is is fantastic and it's amazing and and nobody deserves it more than he does
1: so we're saying this to say that he he did announce his retirement and there's no greater way to go out rico than to go out with a championship Mm -hmm. uh when you're on top you know, he'd come Did up a short the last, couple, the last couple years, came up short, uh, was in the fight, had some tremendous players come through there over the years. Um, it you was know,
0: four times Millard North and Bellevue West. The last four years, yeah. those two teams have played in the state championship game. Bellevue West won the very first time. Millard North won the last two times, and Bellevue West comes out on top this time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he's going to leave the game. I, it just was good to just let him know. You know how I thought of him and 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 then to uh you know, we had some conversations about he you know wishing he could have had some time with me, but what I see even the more is I looked at when those guys all came off the bench. I'm talking about nine, ten, eleven, twelve, mm-hmm. the last all the way the to bench. the fifteen, yep, there's an expectation on the way that you play when you hit the floor and it doesn't matter what time it is, it doesn't matter when you get there. It's when you hit that floor, you play a certain way. And mm-hmm. you can see that even those kids may not have had the same talent, the same abilities as, you know, Doltzlers and Jaden and all those those guys. Garcia, he's gonna he's gonna be a beast. He's gonna be a problem for the next two years for people in the Metro. Mm-hmm. But when when you look at that, you you you've got to consider that there's a character, I mean, there's a culture that has been built at Bellevue West. There's an expectation on the way that you play the game, and you can see that it's it's ingrained. So whoever takes over that program, it may be somebody internally that's already there that mm-hmm. understands what that culture is and doesn't come in and, and reshape it. I would be surprised it. if it's not somebody yeah, internally. I would be
0: surprised. They've, they've got some really good assistants on that bench. I'd be very surprised if somebody that's, that isn't on that bench currently is the new face for Bellevue West boys basketball.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, shout out to him. What's going on with the girls? The girls, so the, the
0: women of Nebraska are playing in the women's NIT starting
1: on Wednesday. Inaugural NIT, right? Isn't the first one ever? No, I don't think so. I think it's happened no?
0: before. I could be wrong. I think I it's think, happened I, I think
1: they just added it, you know, just, yeah. I can look at I, I did hear that they were adding an NIT to, you know, to make things a little bit more uh, similar to what the men have, and because uh, I, I think it was just regularly the NCAA's, and then mm-hmm. uh, they did add it. Now, whether it's the inaugural season, I I, I I can't say that they had it last year, but I could be wrong. Let's strictly see. is strictly is capable of being wrong. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. If you know that answer, you'd be welcome to chime in and uh, correct us on that. So,
0: women's national invitational tournament. It have founded. 19 wait
1: 1998 Oh so it is it, already I just guess I never heard They've yeah, started it started in
0: 1998 as a 16-team tournament. Oh. It was doubled to 32 teams okay, in 1999. Okay, so it was expansions. And once so, it expanded in 2021. That's what it was. There okay, so it was an expansion. Yes, it went from 32 okay. to 64, I believe. Yeah, 64 in 2021. So that's, okay. that's what you heard. That's it just, what you heard. It just expanded to have more teams in it. But the, the Nebraska women will be playing in the first round uh, at PBA, hosting the Missouri State Bears. Now- I don't know much about Missouri State, and by I don't know much about Missouri State, I mean I don't know anything about Missouri State. So I decided to go to their their website. They are twenty and eleven overall on the season, fourteen and six in the conference in their conference. They um, lost in the conference um, semis to Drake, seventy to seventy three. Mm. Um, uh, they don't really have any common opponents with Nebraska, but a team that that uh might be very interesting for Nebraska fans TCU they played them on December 9th if you if you're wondering why I say that former Husker Bella Cravens plays for TCU mm-hmm. Missouri State beat TCU 63 to 59 back on December 9th That is that is the only you know like opponent that they might share with Nebraska they also lost to Missouri and lost to Oklahoma State uh, in early November but Again, 20-11 and on the season. Nebraska will host the Missouri State Bears at PBA this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Yeah. So if anybody wants to get down there, go ahead. Support your Nebraska women as they make their way through the NIT. Uh, Just missing out. I believe they were part of the first four out or maybe the next four out of the women's – NCAA tournament I think there are one seed in this NIT though and uh, they will be if they win that one face the winner of Northern Iowa and Colorado State so really close proximity for all of these teams currently and I believe they might host that second round game as well so if they win they'll you'll get two more games uh, of Husker women's women's basketball basketball. here in Lincoln so
1: well shout out to them we're hoping that uh, they're able to uh, make a nice little run we're still waiting to see what's going to happen with the men we I think if our if I if I saw correctly, UNC ended up turning down. Uh, the they NIT did board. not.
0: They did not make the men did not make the NIT. Their yeah. season is over, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. So
0: sadly, but that's that's going to do it. For North them. Carolina men. North turned Carolina it down. turned it down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. North Carolina yeah. turned it around. Uh, Nebraska men did not make the NIT, unfortunately. So their season is over. Sam Greasel issued his heartfelt farewell on Twitter. Um, and the, the other players are, are you know saying that they're looking forward to next season and they can't can't wait to build with with Coach Hoiberg and whoever is remaining on this roster uh, in the upcoming season if you look the transfer portal is already full of, uh, of a ton of players from from other teams Nebraska nobody has announced anything I'm not saying that nobody's announced anything for Nebraska but um, other teams other players have been entering the transfer portal left and right Notre Dame I believe has already lost three players.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, We got to take a quick break real quick. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about these Bears trade, huge trade that they made to enable the Panthers to move up into the number one slot. What does that mean for the Panthers? We'll come back and we'll dig into that a little bit when we get back. 937 The Ticket on the block.